Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tom, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. Amen. Oh, that kind of sounded a little weak. <laughs> let's do that again. Bethlehem. Okay. Um, and that is always our mission. Our mission and, uh, we're reminded of our mission as we look on the screen and we see the, the picture of the building. We believe that God is challenging us uh, for such a time as this to to build in our day and time. And we're excited about it and we raise it before you every uh, every time we get a chance to. Um, this month, um, we're going to be talking about Make him known through salvation. Uh, Make him known through salvation. And we're going to be standing on Psalms 28.8 all throughout this month, which reads, The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed ones. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation. For his anointed one. And tonight we're going to share on around as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about rejoicing in God's strength. Rejoicing in God's strength. And we're going to look at uh, that whole Psalms uh, 21 verses 1 through 13. It's in your handouts and it's on the screen. I believe it's four, four slides on the screen. And let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. And again, tonight we're going to talk about rejoicing in God's strength, rejoicing in God's strength. Uh, Looking at Psalms uh, 21, 1 through 13. We're going to talk on around three points tonight as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about joy and vigor or strength, joy and victory and joy in vision or delight. We want Christians to know tonight that Christians should rejoice 
and God's strength. Christians should rejoice in God's strength. This psalm tonight is uh, a wonderful psalm of a king that's rejoicing in God's strength. A king that whose life was filled with drama. Uh, his life could make a, a great reality show today where it's, it wasn't uh, something that he wrote about, all the drama and the heartache and pain and battles that he went through. It, it was his real life. And as he reflected on all the stuff that he had to go through, uh, uh, he sat down and he wrote this psalm. And the first line of this psalm says, Oh Lord, the, the king rejoices in your strength. Oh Lord, the king rejoices in your strength. Kind of reminds me of what Nehemiah says, that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And in this life, you're going to be going through so many heartaches and so many trials and so many tribulations that many times in order to get the victory in life, you have to change your mindset or you have to change what you focus on. And as long as you look at the circumstance, you can be downcast. But if you learn to look at the God who's bigger than any circumstance that you're facing right now, you'll be able to get and draw strength from the Lord. And you'll be able to do as this king did. You'll be able to rejoice in God's strength. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Or neighbor, rejoice in God's strength. Say to your other neighbor, neighbor. Or neighbor, rejoice in God's strength. Knock your neighbor upside the head. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but sometimes you have to have something to shake you up and to wake you up and to for you to realize that you have the victory even when it appears that you don't. Uh, sometimes you have to be reminded of who God is. Uh, sometimes you have to be reminded that, oh, even though it may seem like you don't have the victory, uh, you have to be reminded that God always has the victory. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Or, neighbor. or neighbor, God has the victory. And because God has the victory, I can rejoice in his strength. I can get strength. From the Lord. We want Christians to know tonight that Christians should rejoice in God's strength. And on the point number one, the joy and vigor. The joy and vigor. Oh Lord, the king rejoices in your strength. Oh Lord, the king rejoices in your strength. The king rejoices in, in God's strength because the, the king knows what it's like to be in trouble. The king knows what it's like to go up against Goliaths. Uh, the king knows what it's like to, oh, to uh, to have folk after him. The, the king knows what it's like to be trapped. The, 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 the king knows what it's like to have those whom he, he served faithfully turn on him and try to kill him. The king oh, knows what it's like to come up against a bear and a lion. The king, oh, and, and as a result, the king has a testimony. The king says, uh, the king will rejoice in your strength. Which reminds me of 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 10. It says, those who oppose the Lord will be shattered. He will thunder against them from heaven. The Lord will judge the end of the earth and he will give strength. He will give strength. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horns of his anointed one. And there's somebody here tonight Oh, in the middle of the week, God's Philistation. Uh, oh, well, you were, you were, you came here and you were weak. You came here and you were sorrowful. You came here, uh, maybe not knowing how you're going to make it through. You, you came here after seeing what, 
Oh, the bank account said you came here or you're listening here online after hearing what the doctor said and you're wondering, is there any hope? You're, you're, you're wondering how you're going to make it through. But God sent me here tonight just to remind you that you can rejoice in his strength. And when you rejoice in his strength, that means that he will give you strength. And when he gives you strength, that means that you can make it through any sorrow, any tribulation, any trial, or even any mundane situation that you may be faced with. Because many times it's not, oh, it's not the mountaintop that is hard to deal with. And for many of us, you can make it through the valley, but it's those middle times, those, uh, oh, like a, a man in midlife crisis. It's those middle times where you're, where you're bored about what's going on in your life. You're bored about what's going on in your marriage. You're, you're bored about, uh, oh, you may be going through an empty nest and everybody's gone and and it's that situation that's got you. It's, it's, it's not that you're oh, hot or cold. It's that you're lukewarm and we know what God has to say about those that are lukewarm. He, he says, I'd rather steal you out uh, when you become lukewarm and, and he's here tonight trying to reach, uh, oh, maybe those that are not on the mountaintop, maybe those that are not in the valley but those that are in the middle in the lukewarmness of life uh, and you're wondering how you're going to make it and God ha has sent me here tonight to let you know that he has the power to give you strength oh to make it through this time say to your neighbor neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor. neighbor rejoice in strength, the joy a vigor is that God will give you a strength and you can rejoice right now before he does anything. You can rejoice right now because you have the victory. You can be like those children who, oh, who had to come through that wilderness experience and God had finally allowed them to go in and conquer the land. Oh, but the first thing they had to do was to walk around the city. Oh, and they had to walk around the city it for several days. Oh, and those days had to match the day to which they walked around. And then on that last day, the Lord told them to shout. And when they shouted, guess what? The walls of the city came tumbling down. And right now, that's what rejoicing and strength is all about. He said, I begin to rejoice right now. And when I rejoice right now, that means I get some vigor. And when I get vigor, that means that I release God oh to work in the atmosphere that I release God to work in the situation that I release God by faith by rejoicing right now in his strength oh long before he changed the situation long before he changed the circumstance I will rejoice right now for his salvation and when I rejoice right now for his salvation guess what oh that means God can work on my behalf and Samuel says he will give strength to his king. Somebody here tonight you say preacher I'm not a king oh but you're part of a royal lineage oh you say preacher I'm not a I'm a, but you're part of a royal lineage you're part of God's oh holy priesthood and because you're part of God's holy priesthood that means that you can access that strength right now you can access uh, that power right now and if you want to access that strength and if you want to access that power right now you've got to rejoice uh, say to your neighbor neighbor neighbor, oh, neighbor rejoice right now in Jesus name I'm going to rejoice right now because I have joy and vigor for the word of God says oh Lord the king rejoices in your strength and, and I'm going to join the king right now and rejoice in your strength because I have joy in victory because the Bible says goes on to say in verse number one not only would oh 
Lord, the king rejoices in your strength. But he says this, how great is his joy in the victory you give. How great is his joy in the victory you give. And you say, preacher, oh, I don't have joy right now because I don't have the victory. And I've come here to let you know that you will never have joy. Oh, before you, oh, can have the victory. Or you, you should have joy before you get the victory because joy is different than happiness. You see, you can have a bad day, but somebody call you up and say that you won the lotto and that will make you happy. Oh, and, and happiness is fleeting and somebody can call you back, oh, five minutes later and say, oh, we got the wrong person and you'll go from happy, oh, to being sad in just that brief moment, but joy is greater than happiness. Joy is something that the old folks said that this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. And there's somebody here today, God is trying to give you some joy right where you are because joy comes before the victory. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, joy comes before the victory. And you should experience that joy right here, right now. And we're going to pray before you leave this place tonight. We're going to pray that you experience the joy of the Lord. And you'll leave this place that God will fill you with joy. And you may not want to go to work. Oh, when you first came in the door. But God's going to give you joy. And you'll be ready and raring to go to work tomorrow morning. Because God gave you joy. Joy, and that joy comes uh, before the victory. That joy comes uh, during the victory. That joy comes uh, after the victory. And here tonight we see that there is joy in victory. How great is his joy in the victories you give? Hello, somebody. Somebody's here tonight is about to have some victory. Hello, somebody. Oh, you say, but preacher, you don't know what's going on in this last week. Uh, my life, uh, oh, it's like, uh, oh, the Cowboys. Uh, oh, the Dallas Cowboys, we got uh, blown out uh, on Monday night. We, we, in my life, uh, oh, it's like, uh, oh, my favorite team. Uh, oh, like the Cowboys. Uh, oh, uh, we let Texas beat us. Uh, oh, my life uh, is not evidence uh, the life of someone that has victory right now. My life uh, has evidence of a team that is lost but God has sent me here to let you know that the season is about to change that the situation is about to reverse that that thing that you thought was about to kill you is about to be something that's going to build you in Jesus name that thing oh that thing oh like Peter oh and the disciples over the storm oh and the storm came and it seemed like that storm was about to take them out and then all of a sudden they saw a ghost and when they saw the ghost oh they began to lose even more hope and they thought that ghost was the last straw they thought that ghost was them going from out of the frying pan into the fire but that ghost oh was God's answer that situation that seems like it's the last straw you can't take it no more God is saying I'm going to take that last trial and I'm going to turn that last trial into your victory in Jesus name. Say to your neighbor, neighbor oh neighbor, it's time to experience victory right now in Jesus name. It's time to, I'm, I'm so glad that my God is not my favorite team because my favorite team always lets me down. I'm so glad that my favorite team is, oh, that God is not like my favorite athlete who always, oh, let me down. Oh, come here, Tony Romo, and your five interceptions. Oh, oh, he can look like a star one game and the next game. Hello, sir. I'm so glad that my God is bigger than all 
of that. I, I'm so glad uh, that my God uh, oh, can give me the victory even when I lose. Uh, somebody wrote uh, a song and said that even when I lose, uh, I win uh, because that's how, that's the God that I serve uh, because I'm going to keep my eyes on him and it looks like at times uh, I'm losing but even when I lose, uh, I win. Say to your neighbor, neighbor! Oh, neighbor, even when I lose, I win in Jesus' name. And that's the kind of God that I serve because I have the victory and my victory comes from Christ and Christ alone. Oh, you may be looking at my life and it seems like, oh, everything is going wrong. Oh, but I look at my life in the way that the word looks at my life. And the word says that all things work together together for good uh, for those that are called uh, oh according to his purpose uh, it didn't say that all things uh, were good uh, but it does say uh, that it works together for his good uh, I'm so glad uh, that I know what the word says uh, and I can have victory right now like Winston Churchill held up the victory sign even when that madman Hitler was uh, had taken over the world but that man uh, had enough faith uh, oh in his country and his people and told him to keep calm. Oh, and God is saying right now that you have the victory right now. He's giving you that victory sign. Oh, because uh, the word of God says uh, that no weapon formed against you will not prosper. Hello, somebody doesn't mean uh, that it won't form. Uh, that's what we get in trouble. We look at the weapon and it's forming and it's forming strategically. It's forming like it's it's tailorized for your attack. It's forming and it looks like, oh, that you can't win. It looks like that life is over. It looks like that there will be no victory. But God has sent me here to give you a sign tonight. And you've been praying for a sign. Well, here is the sign, the V sign. You've got the victory right now in Jesus' name. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, you've got the victory victory right now in Jesus name. Hold that victory sign up and show your neighbor. Say neighbor you've got your victory right now in Jesus name. Oh because even when I lose I win in Jesus name. In Jesus name. How great is his joy in the victories you give. Oh I have joy because I have the victory. Some folk always ask, why are you smiling all the time? Oh, I have joy because I have victory. That's why I smile all the time. Oh, preacher, it doesn't seem like anything can touch you. It doesn't seem like anything can get next to you. It doesn't seem like you're weary. And sometimes it don't seem like you even care. But I have to tell you, oh, when you have joy, you have the victory. And even when you're losing, you're winning in Jesus name in Jesus name I said in Jesus name you can have the victory because God gives joy in the victories that he gives hello somebody I like what Psalms eighteen twenty says it says he gives his kings his king great victories he shows unfailing kindness to his anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. You see, the king had a testimony. And, and the psalmist uh, oh, testifies uh, about the victories that God gives the king. Uh, and he says he gives him uh, victories. I like that word because uh, that, that word victory is not just uh, 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 one victory. It's victories. Hello, somebody. And many of you don't realize that. You had the victory yesterday and you don't, and you saw how God worked. You saw how move, how God moved yesterday. And, and you know, and you know God. You know Him for a long time. You've been walking with Him for a long time. Oh, you are one of those old soldiers that that song talks about to hold on, old soldiers. Oh, but now this situation, this trial has got you to tripping in your mind and you think that, that one victory was it. But this, 
word tonight talks about victories. Oh, let me say that again. This word talks about tonight victories. Oh, some of you who've ever rooted for a winning team knows that they had to win more than one game to have the victory. They had to win more than one game to get the national championship. They had to win more than one game to win the Super Bowl. They had to have some victories with an S. They had to have some victories with an S. And most teams, oh, that have won, oh, the championship or have won the Super Bowl, they didn't have perfect seasons. They've lost some games. Oh, they lost some games to get away from them. But the overall, oh, season and the overall season, they won always at the right time. They won. Oh, and that's what God is saying today. You may be here tonight. Oh, and you've lost these last few days. But God says to you to keep living. Oh, you can lose a few. Keep living. Oh, because all you've got to do is string. Oh, these victories together at the right time to get the greatest blessings. It doesn't mean that you won't lose sometimes. But it does mean that you're going to have a winning season. Say, say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, God says this is your season. In Jesus' name. And because it is your season. I can remember preaching when T.J. Nim and, and the coach had, 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 had won the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, uh, it, they had lost some games. They had lost some strategic games. They had lost some important games. Uh, but it was still their season because they bounced back. Uh, and they bounced back. Uh, oh, because they won enough uh, to get to the playoffs. Uh, and they bounced back. Uh, and they won every game game in the playoffs uh, and they bounced back uh, and they won that game uh, on Super Bowl Sunday and they won the victory it doesn't mean uh, oh even when it's your season that you won't lose sometimes uh, it just means uh, that you're going to bounce back uh, that you're going to overcome uh, that you are more than a conqueror oh that you can make it through that you can press through that you can make it over it you can make it around it you can make it through it you can make it under it oh but you can can make it because God has given you the victories, the victories, the victories. God has given you the victories. However many victories you need to conquer, however many victories you need to get out of this old trial or situation, however many victories that you need, God says tonight that he has an unlimited number of victories to get you where you need to be to get you walking according to to his will according to his plan oh to get you through such a time as this I'm so glad tonight oh that the king testifies about the joy and the victories that God gives in Jesus name am I here alone tonight somebody here tonight has to know that you can have joy in victory and that victories joy comes before the victory in Jesus' name. You have joy and vigor. You have joy and victories. Lastly, but not least, you have joy and visions. Many of you are somebody's listening tonight and you have a vision the way you believe that God says that your life should be. But right now, the vision in your life is not matching up. You have a vision. You, you know what God has called you to do. You, and it's not matching up. And, and God wants to give you joy in the vision. In other words, he wants to give you joy before you live out the vision. He wants to give you joy right now. Oh, before he opens the door. He, he wants you to walk through the door in joy. He, he, he wants you to walk in the joy and the joy of his strength. For the Bible says that what he or you have granted him the desire of his heart and have not withheld the request of his lips. Hello, somebody. You have granted him. The, the, the desires of his heart. This is a king's testimony. He, you, you, you've granted him the, the desires of his heart. And if God can grant the desires of a king, he can grant your desires tonight. He can grant your desires for the vision that you have for your life. He can grant it. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. 
Oh neighbor, God can grant your vision. He's going to give you joy before you get that. You know, and that's why I, I, I have so much joy right now about that building over there. It's almost as if it's already built. Uh, oh, because that's just what I believe. I, I have joy in the vision. I, I'm, I'm experiencing that joy right now before I, 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 I actually feel it, before I actually open the door, before I actually go through the joy. I have a joy in the vision uh, because I believe what God says, faith is the substance things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And if, and if I truly have a faith in what God is about to do in building this building, then that means I can have joy in the vision. Oh, let me say it again. I have joy in the vision. But you say, preacher, the vision is not manifested itself. Now, the vision, oh, the vision, a vision even of itself means that it's not real. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't taste it. It's a, it's a vision. Oh, but for the Christian, that's what a vision is. A vision is something that you can see. A vision is something that you can touch. A vision is something that you can taste. But you do it by faith. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, it's time to manifest some faith up in here. It's time to manifest some faith up in here. What is the vision for your life? What is it that you want to see God work? Where is it that you want to see God move? What is it that you want to see God do in your lifetime? What is it? Oh, for some it's simply deliverance. Then you better get a vision of that deliverance. You better imagine yourself being delivered. You may say it's healing. You better imagine yourself well. Oh, you're crippled and you can't walk. You better get a vision to walk and you better get joy in the vision. In other words, you better get joy before you get up and take your first step. You better get, as a matter of fact, that joy can help you to motivate you to take the first step. That's what what joy is. Joy. Oh, when you have joy, it enables you to motivate you to take the first step. And that's what we have to have as a church if we want God to do. Oh, in the build that building, we've got to have some joy. Oh, in other words, we've got to have some enthusiasm. We've got to be excited about what God is about to do. We have to be overjoyed about what God is about to do. As a matter of fact, if we believe, we can rejoice right now for what God is about to do. We can have a vision right now for what God is about to do. Oh, and that is joy and faith, which is is a vision in and of itself. Without a vision, the people perish. If you don't have a vision you will perish oh if you don't have plans make plans oh and then God enables and makes you to enable you to make you have plans somebody say if you don't plan oh to do anything you're going to hit that mark every time you're not going to do anything somebody here today oh God is telling you to make some plans tonight it's got somebody here tonight God is telling you you better get a vision for your life you better get a vision for deliverance you better get a vision oh for oh healthiness you better get a vision of having prosperity you better get a vision because when you get that vision God will give you joy and joy will enable you to accomplish the vision say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor you can accomplish this vision it says here wow this is the vision the king's vision was that he had granted him the desire of his heart. I, I've heard the many saints say, delight yourself in the Lord and he will what? Gives you the desires of your heart. But that means you've got to delight yourself in the Lord because I've heard it t- preached two, t- two ways. One of the ways I've heard it preached is the way that you think. Oh, when you say you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart or, or he'll give you what you want. But I've heard it preached another way. You delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the right desire for your heart. In other words, that anything that, that's a desire that does not correspond to the word of God, like that single woman has a desire to marry oh, a, a man, but God doesn't, doesn't just want you to marry a man. He wants you to marry a man of God. So, you have to line your desires up with the word of God. And that's the way we're going to preach and teach this tonight is that you've got to line up to the word of God. If you want to get married, single person, then you better desire a man of God or a woman of God in Jesus.
Jesus' name, if you want to prosper tonight, you better learn how to get a job. Hello, somebody, because God doesn't prosper anybody that doesn't have a job. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that if a man don't work, what? He don't eat. Hello, somebody. That don't mean that you've got to work for the man. Oh, if you're tired of working for the man, then you better get an entrepreneurial spirit and, 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 and own your own business. Because those who really prosper and prospers more are those who own. Hello, somebody. I've heard folk, young folks say that rich people don't sleep. That's a lie from the pit of hell because rich people sleep real well because they got other folk working for them. Hello, somebody. You better learn to hold on something in this life. Oh, if you want to be blessed, you better go into business for yourself. You better get a vision for a vision uh, for, for, for to own something in this life. Because those who own things are the ones that get rich, not those who work for somebody else. Hello, somebody, unless you're the CEO. Hello, somebody. <laughs> or the COO uh, or whatever else C it is. Hello, somebody. <laughs> now, those guys get paid a whole lot hello somebody hello somebody and even when they fail even when they lose they win hello somebody we were talking about the bailouts of wall street the bailouts of all these automotive companies and 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 the term too big to fail came to in other words those folk who were making the most they wouldn't even let them go broke hello somebody because they owned hello somebody hello somebody it's the working man that's getting laid off hello somebody and somebody better get a vision of owning something or starting a vision you better get a vision oh of applying godly or principles to being blessed you better get a vision and how you think you're going to get blessed when you don't tithe hello somebody there's some folk up in here oh and you want to be blessed but you don't tithe you don't trust God in a dime oh so how are you going to trust God God, oh, with a hundred dimes or a thousand dimes, a hundred thousand dimes, or a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars. Folk will say, oh, I wait till I make a lot of money, then I'll start to give. No, if, if God can't trust you with the little bit that you have now, oh, you won't ever be blessed. Hello, somebody. You better get a vision for yourself and you better get a joy in that vision. Hello, somebody. Because there's some heart's desires that God wants to fulfill in you tonight as long as those desires line up oh, with the word of God. Hello, somebody. My heart's desire is that revival will take place up in this place. Uh, and that lines up into the word of God. Uh, with the word of God and the great commission that challenges us to go out and to make disciples. And, and not to make members, but to make disciples. And disciples are learners. Uh, disciples are changers. Because if any man be in Christ, uh, he is a new creature. Oh, and we got a lot of members that are not becoming new. We got a lot of members uh, that are not disciples. Uh, but God, I believe, is ready to pour out, oh, his power up in this place. Oh, and he's about ready to get rid of the members and get some disciples up in here so that we can turn the world upside down for Jesus Christ. Oh, that causes the devil to tremble. Oh, hello, somebody, because he don't mind members. He has a big problem with disciples. Hello, somebody, you better get a vision. Oh, man of God, don't allow the circumstances in your church uh, oh, to, oh, to cause you not to have a vision for your ministry. Not for you to have, cause you to not have a vision to reach uh, your neighborhood, to reach your city, to reach your state, to reach your country with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't care if you're listening to me and only two folk have showed up uh, in the sanctuary. Oh, Jesus took 12 and turned the world upside down and if you have two tonight you can tilt the world hello somebody are you ready to tilt the world tonight you better get a vision and you better have joy in that vision hello somebody because he's ready to give your desires the desires of your heart and it says the last part of that and have not withheld the request of his lips. You see, 
we're going to close down and this big mouth preacher is going to be quiet. And we're going to enter into what is called the prayer meeting. And in that prayer meeting tonight, somebody's going to whisper something to the Lord. And God is saying tonight that he's ready to hear your request tonight. Not only that he's ready to hear your request, but he's not going to withhold the request on your lips. Um, I've been studying Solomon now in my personal devotion. And, and Solomon, God asked Solomon, what, what could he do for him? And what came from Solomon's lips is that he just wanted wisdom. Hello, somebody, to, to guide God's people. But God heard that little little request that came from his lips. And he granted that request and he became the wisest man to ever live. But not only that, because that was the desire of his heart. But not only that, he became one of the richest men to ever live. Hello, somebody. See, when you ask God for the right thing. I said, when you ask God for the right thing, all this other stuff will fall into place. I think it says in a word, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and what? All these things and stuff will be added unto you. And that's what Solomon did. He, he sought God first in his righteousness. And God gave him what he whispered and uttered from his lips. But not only that, he gave him the things. Hello, somebody. He gave him the stuff. I I like to say that I get more by accident than most people get on purpose. Hello, somebody. Because I chase, I become uh, what has been known as a book entitled God Chaser. Hello, somebody. And when you become a God Chaser. Oh, he'll give you what you desire, which is him. But not only uh, that you desire him, but uh, he'll give you more stuff. Hello, somebody. Uh, when you when you chase him, single person, if you, you you chase him, he'll he'll give you a mate. Hello, somebody. I said he'll give you a mate. You won't have to do nothing to get him. You won't have to drop it like it's hot and give him everything you got. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Let me say that again. You don't have to chop it like it's hot and give him everything you got. Hello, somebody. Somebody says a closed leg get a husband. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's holiness. That's holiness. That's holiness. And when you pursue God so much that that he got to pursue God to, to, to find your heart. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's what it should be. You should become a God chaser. Hello, somebody. That he won't be able to catch you or she won't be able to catch you without... Being in contact or catching God. Hello, somebody. Somebody will get that on the way home. We're talking about what you utter from your lips tonight. Your heart's desire tonight. Your life could be about to change. By what you utter tonight in this prayer meeting. This prayer meeting is the most powerful time that we have. And most of the leaders in this church said we need to pray more. Hello, somebody. Because when we pray more, guess what? God can hear more. Hello, somebody. When we pray, God can give us our heart's desire. He says he have not withheld the requests from his lips. Like Psalms 20 and 4. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. May he give you the desire of your heart and may all your plans succeed. Wow. It's time for our our lips to request tonight. Now, I can't tell you how to pray. But I do know that you ought to pray. Hello, somebody. I can't tell you how to pray. But I do know that you ought to pray. I do know that God has the power to give you joy and vigor or strength. God has the power 
to give you joy and victory, but not only that, but God has the power to give you strength. As we're talking about tonight, rejoicing in God's strength. And when we rejoice in God's strength, He will definitely hear our prayers. Amen. I'm going to start us off in prayer, and then I'm going to ask all those who are able to bow on your knees. And I'm going to ask you to pray like this, this king prayed. And you want, I want you to pray like this king prayed. I'm going to pray that God will give you your heart's desire and that, that God won't withhold your request that on your lips tonight. Selah. Shall we pray? Father God, we come tonight, Father, first of all, just willing to thank you and to praise your holy name, Father, because you are truly worthy, Father, to be praised, Lord. You're truly worthy of great honor, power, dominion, and might forever and ever and ever, Father. You're truly worthy, Lord, because the angels are saying, Lord, what... The disciples' prayer says, Hallowed be thy name. And they're saying right now, Father, holy, holy, holy. Because there's no other word that's greater to describe who you are. Holy, holy, holy. There's none like you, Father. You're set apart, set apart, set apart. Because you are holy, Father. Your people join in with you, Father, tonight and with the angels saying, Lord, that you're holy, Lord, as we imagine you seated upon the throne, as we imagine all those six wings angels that are are giving this heavenly praise right now, flying uh, all before the throne. uh, Oh, two uh, pairs of that wing, uh, uh, two wings covering their faces and two wings covering their midsection and, and the other two flying before the throne because You are so holy, 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 Father. And we've got to know who you are, Lord, before we ask one word of you. We've got to know who you are, that you are all powerful, that you are almighty, that you are all merciful, that you are all grateful, that you are all that we need, Father, to get by right now at this time, Lord. And we just all say, the fire tonight in Jesus name knowing father that you are holy father oh lord holy lord you are holy father holy lord holy to him who sits on the throne and unto the lamb be our blessings and glory and honor and power and dominion and might forever and ever and ever lord in Jesus name oh we here tonight Oh, want to get a little piece of heaven. We're here tonight uh, at Bethlehem. Want to get a little piece of heaven. Oh, as we bow before your throne tonight, uh, saying, Lord, uh, that you are holy, Father, in Jesus' name. And if we can get that one part of who you are right, Lord, or anything that we other tonight, Father, you can dispatch your angels uh, to come see about tonight, Father. And I, I come praying, Lord, for the saints in the house tonight, Father. I pray, Lord, uh, that you will give them joy and vigor, joy and strength. Uh, in Jesus' name, uh, for we believe by faith, Lord, uh, that you have the strength uh, that will enable us uh, to make it through such a time as this, Father in Jesus name and you give us joy and vigor and not only that father I pray Lord you give us joy and victory of victory father oh Lord for the great king says Lord that you can give uh, victories uh, and there's some folk tonight uh, oh they don't just need you to move on one front uh, they need you to move on two fronts uh, they need you to move and touch their body they need you to move and touch their bank account they need you to move and touch their marriage Lord 
on all three fronts for the devil has attacked him on all three fronts or four fronts or five fronts all full out attack that the devil has oh come against them father and I pray Lord tonight that you will give them victories Lord on all of those fronts in Jesus name for we believe that you have the power to rebuke the enemy that has come against them all throughout this week the enemy whose job is to kill steal and destroy oh Lord we depend upon you oh to bring something dead back alive the enemy tried to kill oh Lord oh and the devil stole something this week and we believe Lord that the heavenly throne is the greatest lost and found oh Lord we've lost it we don't know where it is but Lord you know where it is somebody stole it and tonight Father God in Jesus name dispatch your angels to rebuke that devil that has come and tried to take something and come to try to steal something oh it just might be our joy it just might be our faith it just might be our hope but Father in Jesus name we rebuke that devil that has come against to steal oh Father in Jesus name and we pray Lord that you would dispatch your angels oh to give us back what the devil has taken in Jesus name in Jesus name oh Lord the devil has tried to destroy something oh of somebody's at the sound of my voice oh he may have used a hurricane he may have used the flood he may have used a tornado he may have used the drought he may have used oh a tsunami he may have used oh a sickness to destroy something in our lives Lord he may have used the fire but I hear your words say that there's beauty that can come from ashes in Jesus name so we pray that which the devil tried to destroy we pray father that you will restore it right now in Jesus name I said father you restore it right now in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name oh restore this house restore this place restore hope restore joy restore faith in Jesus name for we believe father that you're bigger than anything that the devil has thrown against us this last week this last month this last year in Jesus name or 10 years ago or 20 years ago or that thing that the devil did oh when we were a child and we were the most innocent we pray Lord that you restore it back in Jesus name that you heal it in Jesus name that you heal a broken and sad heart in Jesus name in Jesus name we believe by faith Lord that you can give us every victory that we need Father and we celebrate joy in the victories Father but not only that Father we celebrate tonight joy in the vision that thing Father that you put upon our heart those plants uh, that you put within our heart that nobody else uh, oh may be able to understand uh, that nobody else uh, can see you put them there Lord and we pray Lord you give us joy in the vision Father give us joy in the vision here at the church Lord to build this new building give us joy in the vision at the church uh, to make him known give us joy in the vision father in Jesus name that we may be about the vision father in Jesus name father in Jesus name father father God you are God and God all by yourself and we leave all of this father before you Lord I say, Father, we, we, we can't handle it. We can't take it. We can't handle it. We can't do nothing with it. No way. Weary don't, uh, weary don't change a thing, Father. So we just give it all over to you and leave it at your throne of grace, Father. Father, as I intercede on behalf of the people, Lord, there's some words that the people need to utter before your throne of grace tonight as we pause something that they need to pray about with with themselves in their own inner recesses of their hearts and minds, Father. Something, Lord, that that they need to ask you, Father, for your word says to ask, and it will be given to you to seek, and we'll find it to knock, and the door will be open, Father. And, And you're just waiting, Lord, for us to utter something with our lips that you may be able to move in mighty and awesome ways. Father God, I come right now pausing, Lord, as all those that are able to kneel, Father, we'll 
began to kneel right now. Father, as they kneel, Father, may this be symbolic of their hearts as they humble themselves before you tonight. To pray, Lord, to you tonight. In Jesus' name. Going to pause right now as you in a seat. And Hello I'll again, close. this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship so with God. Sweet. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up just their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord. And we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home. And put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Weeton, the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life. But we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. I'm not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. 
But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts build a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.